This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Chest Tube Placement by Dr. Christopher Weldon. Hello, my name is Christopher Weldon. I'm a surgeon and intensivist at Children's Hospital Boston in Boston, Massachusetts in the United States. Today I'll be giving a demonstration on the placement of a thoracostomy tube or better known a chest tube. During this demonstration I will show you the steps that you take to prepare the patient for a thoracostomy tube or a chest tube, the steps involved with physically placing the chest tube and then hooking it up to the Plurovac device or the suction device to remove both air and fluid from the chest once the tube is placed. And finally, we'll go over the possible complications with not only placement of the tube, but also a malfunctioning or non-functioning tube. The steps that we will use will simply be those that we perform on a daily basis in this hospital, which may be slightly different than your home institution. Furthermore, the use of sedatives or other agents to assist you in the placement of the tube is beyond the scope of this video. And, but we must remember first and foremost that patient safety and the, rele the um, relief of pain and discomfort are of paramount importance. Indications. This procedure may be performed when there is compression of the lung and medial stinal structures secondary to the accumulation of air, fluid, or blood in the pleural space. Contraindications. There are no true contraindications to this procedure, but you may need to choose an alternative site in patients with a skin infection over the chest tube insertion site. You will need to exercise caution in patients with coagulopathy or platelet count less than 50,000 per microliter, pulmonary bullae, pleural adhesions, or diaphragmatic adhesions. Equipment. You will need the following equipment to perform the procedure. Surgical chest tube. Antimicrobial scrub. Scalpel. Forceps. Kelly clamp. Sutures. Needle driver. Suction source. Chest tube collection device male-to-male -male connector, shoulder roll, monitoring equipment. Procedure placement. Once the patient has been appropriately prepped with the proper antimicrobial agents and draped in a sterile fashion, the most important thing to remember is that our landmarks must still be into view. In placing a chest tube for air, fluid, or both, the most important landmark in the patient is the nipple. The nipple signifies roughly the fourth interthoracic space, at which point the chest tube is then placed in the anterior axillary line, just lateral to the nipple, but at the same level, to ensure that the chest tube is not placed too low on the patient, thereby violating the diaphragm and placing the chest tube inadvertently into the peritoneal cavity. Again, 
We appropriately identify the nipple, come across to the anterior axillary line laterally on the, patient, on the affected side at ridge point. We then will place a chest tube through that rib space and into the pleural space. With the patient appropriately prepped and draped prior to doing the procedure, we confirm one last time the reason why the procedure is being done and confirm the side that the procedure needs to be done on, in this case is left chest. We then confirm our anatomical landmarks, which is the nipple and anterior axillary line, which should represent either the fourth or the fifth interspace where the chest tube will be placed. We palpate the ribs in that area, and we will then make the incision, tunnel in above that incision, above, just above the rib. We will then bluntly dissect into the pleural space, holding the position with the clamp, after which point the two will then be placed through the clamp into the pleural space. Ideally, once the patient has been appropriately again prepped, draped, and anesthetized, confirm placement, we then document the placement of the nipple at the junction of the anterior axillary line on the affected side. We then make an incision below the affected rib space. The incision needs to be large enough not only to accept the chest tube, but also to accept the clamp for the dissection into the chest cavity itself. The incision is made with any sharp knife that is then placed off the field so as not to inadvertently injure the operator or the assistants. You then take the blunt instrument, you then find your affected rib space, you then gently dissect in directly over the rib cephalad to where you are, thereby confirming the location. You then dissect into the pleural space. Once you have adequate entrance into the pleural space, the clamp is left in as a bookmark, if you would, to guide the passage of the chest tube, which is then placed through the clamp itself, and then into the patient. Sometimes the chest tube will be assisted by placing the clamp around the tube to help guide it through the ribs and into the pleural space. Once the chest tube has been adequately placed, it then needs to be secured in a proper position with the placement of a suture in and around the chest tube itself. The chest tube may be secured in many different ways. We attempt to perform a single Roman stitch, whereby we tie it down to the skin first, locking it in place on the skin, and then having the suture go in and around the tube itself to then secure it to the skin stitch. Sometimes more than one suture is needed to perform this technique. An occlusive dressing is then placed over the site of chest tube insertion. Once the tube has been placed in the proper location and secured in place, we then take a male-to-male -male connector so that we can connect the chest tube output to our collection device to collect both air and blood. Once the tubes have been placed via the connector, the tube is then ensured to be in adequate position with no evidence of leakage of air or fluid around the tube and secured in place.
We use an atrium single system collection device whereby our negative pressure is conducted through this compartment. We generally raise to a level of 20 centimeters of water. This is our water seal chamber, which we then raise to two centimeters of water pressure, at which point this serves as our collection apparatus to collect fluid. Fluid will then collect sequentially, starting in the rightmost chamber, going to the middle, and then finally to the leftmost, at which point any evidence of leakage of air from the pleural surface or from within the pleural space is dribbled out through our water seal chamber, after which point our negative pressure is delivered through here. Your actual collection device may vary dramatically depending on your precise location and your equipment at hand. Removal of chest tube. The chest tube can be removed when there is no further leakage of fluid or air into the pleural space. When there is no ongoing leakage of fluid or air in the pleural space while on suction, the chest tube is placed to atmospheric pressure or water seal and a chest radiogram is obtained. If there is no reaccumulation of air or fluid in the pleural space on chest x-ray or in the collection device, the chest tube can be removed. Complications The complications that you may observe include Injury to lungs, heart, liver, other organs and soft tissues, bleeding, pneumothorax, infection. Assessment and monitoring. First of all, it is important to monitor the patient's vital signs including oxygen saturation. You will also want to monitor how much, if any, air, fluid, or blood was removed during the procedure. Lastly, you will want to assess the patient's comfort before, during, and after the procedure. Documentation Following chest tube placement, you should document the following information in the patient's medical record. Indication for procedure. Date and time. Size and site of chest tube placement. Amount and type of drainage removed. Confirmation of placement on chest x-ray. Adverse outcomes. Thank you very much. This concludes the demonstration of placement of a chest tube or tube thoracostomy. This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org.